podcast has changed my life. Not boys will be boys version. Yes, nice to be back. Come on, sit down, tuck in. Change to music pending. This is not funny! We could start with me telling you about what happened to me this morning. I would love that. So, would you like to know, uh, Sam, what I was up to this morning? What a, what a great natural way for you to yep. put that to me. What did you do this morning? Oh, thanks for asking. I went to the beach. I <gasps> went to a beautiful beach, uh, which, which is kind beach? of like on the harbour, I suppose. It's kind of like a, uh, would it be a harbour beach? It's called Red Leaf. Are you familiar with this one? Oh, yeah. No, red, beautiful Red Leaf. Did you go jump off the, um, the little thing around nah, the side? Too scary for me. I just mm. lay on the grass and then uh, popped in. And then I'm swimming there. And, uh, you know, just bobbing around, getting some, um, mm. some water on you. And then, you know, you get your head under and then, and then some um, to, to cool down. And then some water gets in your mouth, of course. And then you're like, oh, I'm a bit aware that it's a harbour beach. But I'm like, what? You know, people talk about the harbour beaches as being the harbour's like cleaner these days because they open one near the people, CBD. People love the harbour beaches. It's fine. So I'm like... They've bounced back. A bit aware of like getting in my mouth, but whatever. But yeah, I had a bit of anxiety about that, I guess. Then went mm. back and sat on the uh, on the grassy hill and was like uh, luxuriating there, looking out at the beautiful vista. It's a lovely day here in Sydney. And then wow. I saw a Channel 9 news reporter being filmed. Oh. So there were cameras over on the side. Okay. And, um, at the and beach. At the beach, exactly. And I'm what are thinking, they doing at the beach? Well, exactly. I'm thinking, wow, what, what could they be filming? You're a bit aware, like, oh, what if you're in the background, you know? And um, then I'm thinking, you know what they're probably doing? Because it's such a lovely day. The story is probably... Mm. You know, what a beautiful day here in Sydney. One of those light pieces mm. that they put at the end of the news. What Love a wonderful it, yeah. city. And, and people here are out and about. And there are probably some panning shots of all the people at the beach. Wonderful. And I'm like, what, what a place to be. This is being documented by the news where I'm at mm. for being a that's lovely place to be. And I'm here. That's how good a decision you made to go there. Exactly. The news, down the news is it. here being like, <laughs> fucking, this is the best spot maybe in the city. These people made the best decision that's all we've got time for at 6 p.m. Yeah, they are. Look, into the they've news. only got 24 minutes for the news, and your yeah. decision and the other people's decision to go there made it into that. Exactly. So that's what I'm thinking, and, and that's that's now I've got a pep in my step, and I've got a bit of a smile on my dial, and, and the yep. the chats that I'm having are more I'm more elated, and I'm I'm having a fantastic time on a, on a Friday. Then I look over, and the cameras are now moving over to a different bit, and. Um, okay. There are different people being interviewed, and I'm like, God, they're, they're really good. are they interviewing some um, some revelers or some b- people in bikinis to say how fantastic the weather is, and it's no longer the weather woman who was you know an attractive um, news presenter in a mm. normal news presenter dress, who I'd pre- you know blonde I'd presumed was you know saying how nice the beach was. Now it's two men with kind mm-hmm. of like navy blue um, tucked in shirts and kind of like industrially pants with like a pocket on the shirt with like some sort of like logo on the pocket. It, it doesn't say Channel 9 anymore. It's something else. And one of them's holding okay. an Esky. And they're yeah. kind of, they're both kind of, I don't know, in their mid-40s. They kind of look like, dare I say, as I look a bit closer, scientists. <laughs> and they're talking. And I'm like, There's okay. a lot happening here. Now this doesn't, with an esky. this doesn't look like a story about how beautiful the beach is. This looks like they're talking about science. Or maybe it's some scientists who have, it's such a good day, they've bought an esky with some beers. <laughs> well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, the esky's still a bit, it's, it's pretty esky's still a bit. a bit of, we're having a good time still. <laughs> exactly. And then I'm looking, and then one of them, while speaking to the camera, opens the esky. And then I suppose you could, it was a very scientific looking glass 
which he then... Well, to put the beer in. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. He leans <laughs> over and he scoops out some of the seawater and he's holding no. that up. And I'm like, oh, I think this could be a story about like contamination. No. Of the place that I've just swam and it's been in my mouth and I was kind of worried about it but then was kind of made to feel better about because the woman was talking to the cameras and saying, I presumed, how good it was. And then they stopped filming and walked over and I, I was curious. I went and asked, what do you, what do you, well, mm. like, what's the story? And they're like, yeah, um, high levels of contamination of the, of the harbour water. We and don't we know. We haven't measured today, but that's what the story is about and that's what I was measuring and it has been higher because of the rain. And mm. Becky just sent me Time Out Sydney, yep. uh, a story. Read this before your beach trip. It might not be safe to swim at these Sydney beaches. This is from an hour ago. An hour ago. Some of Sydney's mm. beaches are contaminated with dangerous levels of pollution. The photo on the uh, Instagram post is Redleaf Beach. So basically, been- this morning I've been at a beach that is in the news for shit and piss being in the water at a level that is unsafe it's not good but it's also i don't blame you too much like mm. what are you gonna live your life every time you're gonna go to the beach google an article that's no way to live i just don't want to be at the beach in the article as the example of where the piss and shit is when this i what other what time in Who your is life a dumb is- fucking idiot <laughs> yeah now the panning shots it's like and yet even though the high contamination levels, some of Sydney's biggest idiots still come out and put their mouths and faces in where the piss and shit is at its high levels. Often they say, what do they say? Any press is good press. Okay. And so your decision still made the news, it yeah. turns out. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So you're still quite relevant in what you're getting up to. So you're saying Yes, that- it's a bit of a swing from where you initially thought you were. <laughs> yeah. But it's often not about the journey. It's yep. about FaceTime on screen. I think you're right. I think if we've got a spectrum here, you know, I love a spectrum. Yep. On the right here, we've got the beautiful, most cleanest beach and, and the best beach there ever was. And potentially yep. there'd be news reporters there reporting on how good the beach is and how everyone's having a good time. Yeah. The beach gets shitter and shitter than that. It's still a fantastic beach, but it's no longer being reported on. It's not in the news. Yep. And then it's just an okay beach, a moderate beach. We're moving down the spectrum now. Now it's a, no, not a great beach. There's a bit of contamination mm. and it's quite a bad beach. Uh, quite a bit of contamination. When you get to a, like a really contaminated beach, the news gets back involved. Mm. So you'd almost rather be so contaminated that the news is there than like a bit less contaminated and no news coverage. So, You're right. Like if you have to choose between a bad beach, you may as well go so bad that there are scientists there measuring. So it. I think the, the spectrum. <laughs> Two seconds after you got out. <laughs> I think the spectrum's slightly different. So I think. So if you look at it, I think for the news to come to a really good beach, that beach has to be mm. so good because beaches are traditionally yep. beautiful, right? Lovely. Yeah, they're Especially, pretty good anyway, and that's not newsworthy. So it's not newsworthy. So we're talking like the best beach, best weather. Like that to me, that's so far in one direction, right? Then if you come to the mm. middle of the two between contamination and nice beach, I would then argue that super contaminated is like probably, it's going to be a huge news story, but the beach probably doesn't have to be that contaminated to get on the news mm. because of our obsession with nice beaches and not wanting to sit, swim okay. in contaminated water. So I would argue mm. that you, it wasn't actually that contaminated, but just any beach okay. being contaminated is newsworthy. Okay. I love this. <laughs> I love this um, approach. I love this thought process. This means that I have less shit and piss in my stomach. Yeah. So I'm going to buy that we just have a high standard 
and the media are taking the uh, holding these bitches to account, and that's really what's going well, the, on. And I didn't make the a media are just decision. looking for a soft story. The media are very mm. negative by nature. That's yes. one of the main things they like to do. It's very rarely you see a good news story on the news mm. where they're like, "Hey, just wanted to, you know, breaking news. Here's a headline. You're all doing okay." <laughs> They don't do that. No. That's not what they do. They like to pick holes. Mm. The welfare system's broken. Yes. Our beaches are dirty. It's classic fucking mainstream <laughs> yeah, yeah, media yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah, Tom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Time out, Sydney, you fucking pieces of ass. What are you doing? This man does have a mouthful of human feces <laughs> in his mouth right now, but it's our fault for reporting on it, not the his. Background, like the overlay when the voiceover says, and yet these people <laughs> didn't care about the levels of poo. And then it's just... Me telling a bad anecdote from from a week ago with my shirt off. People can maybe zoom in and see my nipples as I'm, it's described that I have shit in my mouth. That's impossible. That's like, did that happen to you this morning? No. Well, it's also like I always see, you know, when they talk about obesity problems on the news mm. and they go to the overlay of just like people on the street and you're always like, yep. how does that happen? You're kind of there now. Do you know what I mean? When they talk about contamination and people not caring, yeah. they're going to cut to Cashman and his nipples just blaring. And you know, the Hang other on, thing- so you're saying that not only is there a chance that on Nine News tonight, mm. they will cut to a shot of a bunch of people in the grass, yep. which will include me with my too pasty body and my nipples out, yep. while it says that I like, well, not I like to, but I, I don't know enough about safety such that I have poo in my mouth right now. And on your nipples, yeah. That... And all over me. All over you. You're covered in poo. <laughs> You're saying yeah. that that file, once they've filmed it, yep. and the, tonight's news is done, yep. will probably be named something like contamination, contamination, um, ocean contamination, harbour contamination, put in a file yep. such that in future, mm. when there are other stories about contamination and harbour, and they need quick footage of yep. that for the news, they'll yep. like type keywords in, get that footage, and use it. So it could be used multiple times for years. For years. As, as an example of people that don't care and about getting poo in their mouths. So this is going to have... you can see their nipples. It's going to have a lifespan, is what I'm saying. <laughs> so you better hope. And as a quick yeah. example, on the project this week, we mm. did a story on men spending too long on their phone while sitting down mm. on the toilet. During yes. the news headline, they, they cut to some footage. The footage yeah. was of Daniel Connell on a toilet, the comedian Daniel Connell, Using his phone that apparently he shot seven years ago when he used to work for the project. And it's still, it's still, it's I texted still him there. and he goes, dude, that, are they still yeah. using it? That's crazy. Yep. Seven years okay. ago. I've come back. I think that's actually quite comforting. <laughs> this is my legacy. If I die no. tomorrow, if, I, if, could still, I could still live on in the way that I sat there with poo in my mouth and on my nipples. Poo man in the mouth. So if anything, now you have more of an incentive to mm. clean up these contaminated beaches. You need to clean the harbour. No. Because you're going to get out of... You want to get this... You don't want them to run this, this terrible footage. footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how I become a greenie. <laughs> or if my career takes a dive, then I become incentivized to contaminate the waters so that I get back oh. on TV. I'll be like, I haven't had many TV appearances recently, so what I need to do is just shit in a bucket instead of in a toilet and then go down at night and secretly contaminate um, certain beaches so the contamination levels are higher so they use these stories again and then I can be like yeah as appeared I'm on back. Channel 9 News I'm back uh, three times this year exactly I do like it. it's a hell of a thing for someone who would and my, and my body my revealed body is comedy so that would count as a comedy spot yeah I guess so and also mm-hmm. um, being covered in shit is pretty <laughs> funny 
so you could argue. I reckon I could clip it up in a beneficial way, you know. Like the the the, the yeah, panning I mean, you, is not inherently comedic, but if I edit it correctly, I can check it up online. You can, if you put up views. a clip tomorrow, say you're on the news tonight, you put up a clip of you yes. of you shit all over you, newsread being like <laughs> these people. the shit wasn't visible. It was a bit oily. It was. The, it was oily. There was an oily vibe. To Wait, the, so you, it felt was bad. Legitimately holding up the water, being like, "You can tell it's a bit oily." I'm like, "It's been in my mouth quite a lot." So but when you went in, like, "Oh, it's probably fine." We were talking about it being a bit weird when we were in, <laughs> and then we're talking about how, "Oh, it's probably fine though." And then the news was there <laughs> to med- scientists measuring it with cups, talking at cameras, being like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." Oh, that's killed me. That is... Mm. <laughs> Dude, I love the idea of like a Taskmaster fan just at home, just watching Channel 9 News and then just you popping up and then I've being like... i wanted to see his nipples. Surely that's not Tom Cashman covered in <laughs> shit behind him. You couldn't see the shit. <laughs> you can't see the, the shit, shit in, in your the mouth. Recording. That's why you couldn't see the, the shit. The shit is... A- from the context of the voiceover, if there's high levels of shit in the water, you could presume shit. But I want to make it a clap. I wasn't covered this in This man brain. was covered in shit. What a disgusting human he is. <laughs> Back to you, Peter. <laughs> Thanks so much, Michelle. <laughs> what a great piece. Piece of shit on Tom's mouth. Piece of shit around his lips and in his throat and down his stomach and just there right now as I speak on this podcast. Who knows? The love. This could be my last day on earth. <laughs> yeah, you feeling okay? I'm gonna no. I feel a bit funny in the tummy, dude. I don't know if it's in my head. I should email them and tell them to please not show the footage. You can do that. Yeah, if you can get in touch, you can definitely do yeah. it. But it is crazy. They can just film at the beach. I thought that was kind of illegal because of like creepiness. Do you I know think what I mean? To come up with another spectrum. The smaller the camera, the creepier it is. Oh, that's... You know, like, upskirters have, like, a little tiny camera on the end of, like, a walking stick and they yeah, yeah, put yeah. on their girls' dresses and stuff. Like, that's obviously very creepy. Then you've got phone, kind of small. Like, yep. still creepy to be pointing at someone because everyone knows wh- what you're doing yeah. and that's kind of probably what your average perv is doing if they're trying to film you. But if you get a big camera, you're admitting it to such a degree that it's, like, there's a presumed official purpose. It's fine, yeah. That's actually if you're a if you're a peeping tom pervert who wants to film women at the Dude, beach, you, go you the other buy way. like a forty grand forty grand pig camera more. and pretend you're getting overlay for the news. More than, it'd be like, like go it, down there by 60, yourself. 70 grand. Get a whole kit. Get one of those dolly <laughs> rigs. Fucking yeah, 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 employ yeah. a sound guy just to walk around with a boom. <laughs> <laughs> it's just your mate with another camera on the end of like a big boom thing, going really close, being like, we just need audio. So we're doing audio, yeah, we're doing a story <laughs> on uh, the real attractive ladies here at the beach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, would you like to be interviewed? <laughs> Doing fake interviews. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Yeah, you can even probably buy some Channel 9 merch and then, you know, um, oh, yeah, you just wear w- it yeah, to, just wear to look a, really official. A cap that says Channel 10 and you're home. No one will care. <laughs> I'll get you the hat. If you're listening and you're into this idea, if you fork out the 70 grand, I know it's not ethical and what you're doing is wrong, but if you commit to spending yes. 70 grand on a camera, I'll get you a hat from Channel yeah. 10. <laughs> My little gift to you. <laughs> How do you feel about the term peeping Tom having your name? In, like, it's quite a negative term to be a peeping Tom. And you've. It is pretty negative. You've been drawn into it quite unfairly. I feel like, yeah, I've got a few texts. I mean, I have a bit about this. I feel like it is unfair that the word Tom is in there, though this is part of the bit that I've dropped. So, on the one hand, it's bad that one of the main ways, probably the main way to describe this behavior of like perving and creeping mm. and putting cameras in secret places is called peeping Tom. 
it's got the word Tom in it. Even like police, when they refer to it, probably use that that term. Mm. But on the other hand, peeping is like a pretty minimalist way to refer to what is essentially secretly filming and wanking is peeping, really yeah. what's going on. Peep to call that peeping, I think that means the first Tom. Because presumably the first guy to get caught for this behaviour was called Tom. That's why it's people. You've got Tom. to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've, yeah. He did a good job, like, rationalising what he did to the point where it was... It was just peeping. ...put in the category of just peeping. Yeah. It's like, like masturbating. You're masturbating. You're masturbating. You're, like, endangering people. You're making people feel... <laughs> and he's like, no, I was having a peek. What, a man it's can't a have a peek anymore? What, I'm just doing a bit of a peep. Oh, what? So you don't want me to use my eyes that are in my oh, head? Oh, peeping Tom. Arrest me right now. Yeah. I guess people call me and they're like... What's yeah, my crime? I'm a peeping Tom. Tom. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lock it in. Write me. that down. Let it be known. The village was like peeping Tom. And he's like, yeah, got me guilty of, of like, but guilty of more than peeping. Yeah, he he's like peeping. Was You're he an attorney? He got, he's got the charges down from like sneaky masturbation. Down it's to Tom, you were in prison peep. for five years. It was more than peeping. <laughs> Stop telling everyone it was only peeping. Yeah, they call me peeping Tom. What can I say? What can I say? That's Tom, you're a sex me, offender, so. Tom. Get it through I've your head. I've got it right here. I've got your criminal record right here. Yep, peeping Tom. Yeah, you got me. And I peeked when all those things that you said there. Use my eyes. I did it. I peeked. <laughs> Seven counts of peeping. Guilty. <laughs> Arrest me. They did. They did, Tom. They did, Tom. <laughs> you've, you're serving time right now. I'm, what I'm you're talking trying to, to, it's to you ca- through bulletproof glass. It's called rewriting history, what you're doing here, Tom. Yeah. And he look, he won. He's, his legacy is, is, is better than it could have been. Yeah. So, pe- uh, so, what, so you're saying the issue is not with the word Tom, it's with peeking. Well, I suppose the negative of the whole thing is that my name is in this term to refer to an immoral behaviour. Yeah, my initial thing, how do you feel? So you, you don't mind being kind of grouped with this guy who is kind of quite good at spinning, spinning yeah. a story. To, That's the you're, positive. You're quite at least happy it, to be associated at least with that part At least it. the term isn't masturbating, Tom. You know what I mean? It could be worse based on what the meaning of the thing is. I suppose the other thing I would say is that, which is a positive thing, is that there's other things like doubting Thomas. You familiar with this from the, the, from the Bible? Doubting? I've never heard that. A doubting Thomas? No. So I think St. Thomas doubted, uh, a guy called Thomas in the Bible doubted Jesus when he was saying that he was the son of God. Oh. He was like, yeah, right. Um, which, to be fair, I think I'd do that. I mean, now. Thomas just sounds like a critical thinker. Yeah, exactly. Because so if I'd... someone, Jesus was saying a lot of stuff, and it's totally mm. fine to doubt that. In fact, yeah. you'd be more skeptical of people that blindly follow, right? Uh-huh. So I mm-hmm. think doubting, doubting Thomas, um, I, I suppose that's positive. But also, I suppose that creates... I mean, you haven't heard of it. It's definitely less common a phrase than peeping Tom. But there's Tom, Dick and... Every Tom, Dick and Harry. Love that one. There's doubting Thomas. There's peeping Tom. So Tom's doing all different types of behaviours. He's not Tom. just peeping. If peeping Tom was the only one, people would be like, oh, maybe Tom's are all peeping. But I think because we're all talking about Tom's, that's just what it's like to be out there in the mix, one of the most common names. Yeah, that's what happens when you're at the top, right? You're yep. going to get caught up in some stuff you're not happy with, but yep. also there's a lot of benefits. Yeah. You know? Haters going to beep. <laughs> that's what I say. Beepers going to hate. Beepers the other hate. thing, I I've probably told you this a million times, this is what I say to every person when I meet another Tom, mm. is I had a, this is my formative experience with being called Tom, is when I was in year five, I was a... Um, I was one of the best behaved kids oh, in my grade. Well done. Um, or in my class, at least. And as a result, I think it was a year four, actually. Did you get a, an award? No, no, no. It just meant that when naughty kids in my class were acting up, sometimes my teacher 
would tell me to take the naughty kid to another class. You'd have to walk the naughty kid. Yeah, so because was I was one trusted. On one? Well, the one-on-one -on -one was a bit difficult because it was like <laughs> the best-behaved kid in the class walking along with the worst-behaved. <laughs> and I'm trying to be pally, like, ah, yeah, difficult, isn't it? You know, and he's kind of, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, and would also be like, oi, just let me just let me go. And I'd be like, no, nah, no, nah, I mean, we should do what she said. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was like an effective transporter of the... I love the kid being like, let me go. Like, you have some <laughs> kind of authority. You're just another kid. <laughs> oh, yeah. And this kid, like the, the few kids that way bigger than me, like they're naughty kids for a reason. They're huge. They could get, they could just run away if they wanted. But I think, yeah, if they ran away, then I would go back and be like, he ran away. Whereas mm. I think if they convince me to be like, to chill and take ages and just not go anywhere, that would be better for them. But um, to be honest, I don't remember heaps of it, but I remember that dynamic of like, it was awkward because it's a bit of a weird dynamic to be put in. But anyway, I remember one, also I'd just be messaging other times. Anyway, I, I don't think I was being a messenger for that particular purpose. I think I was just yes. went with a message to some other class. Yeah. And then the teacher turns to me and he's like, so what's your name, kid? And I'm like, Tom. And he goes, oh, interesting. Come in to the classroom. And he's like, kneel down there. What? In front of everyone. He's like, kneel down. Kneel? Kneel, yeah. And face the class. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he goes, Tom, Thomas Klug, who was another kid called Tom in my year, stand up, come out here, and got this other Tom Klug to kneel down and face the class. And then I couldn't really see, but he was patting us on the head. He was like standing behind us, both, kneeling. What? Patting us on the head, like that. And then said, look, everyone. Like he's playing the bongos. Look, everyone, I'm playing the tom-toms. It was a pun. Wow. But, God. as you can imagine, a relatively stressful situation to be in when you're nine or ten or whatever, and you're asked to kneel. Couldn't and then he pop in your knees? Yeah, it wasn't um, a fantastic pun from my perspective for that reason. I think he's used that gear before. Oh, yeah. I think that's all. I think so. But anyway, um, that's another Tom. Uh, so Tom Tom's the drum is, a, I suppose, a fourth. Is a fourth. fourth is it, that's so, yeah. a fourth Tom we can add to, <laughs> yeah, the, exactly. add to the list. Which is positive. Okay, great. Tom. I was humiliated. That's like peaking Tom's defense. He's like, no, no, no. Um, yes, I might be a peaking Tom, but uh, you, what, I'm not as bad yeah. as Tom. Uh, Tom. Do you like drum <laughs> solos? Because without me, you'd be nowhere, mate. So maybe put me down and let me out of the your wife's shower <laughs> that I was secretly hiding in somehow. I um I had a weird one during the week. I had to go and do um a segment for the project. Yes, as often sometimes they send me out like in the field. Yes, to to record things. So I'm not in the studio, mm. and I got sent to interview two sumo wrestlers. Okay, which um have you had much to do in the world of sumo? Absolutely nothing to do with the world of sumo. I've watched a few sumo wrestling matches. I remember as a kid mm. watching a few. Love the vibe of it. The strategy looks, it looks well, fun. So I didn't know much about it. I was told I was interviewing this like Japanese sumo guy, right? Yeah. Which was like pretty exciting. I'm like, that's awesome. And then I wanted to wear like the thing, the cloth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I got told that was culturally um, maybe insensitive. Totally, because it's a Japanese thing. The producer was like, yeah, maybe not. Maybe don't do well, it. Or maybe you have to um, earn that. In, like, being part of the, the sumo. Because it is, like, a Japanese thing where presumably you have to work yourself up to even... No, you do. To... But I was just going to wear the low-level one, you know? Yeah, right. Because apparently it's open for anyone. Anyone can do sumo if they want to do it. Anyway, so yep. I get there. And it's, like, it was already, it was sounding feel weird because it was, like... I thought they, like, they were, like, these are the biggest um, 
biggest sumo stars in the world. And I was like, this is exciting. They're here doing a show or something. And then I go to this hotel to meet them. And it's kind of a bit of a dodgy hotel. Like it's not, mm. it's not like the Hilton or whatever. It's like a quite a cheap <laughs> Novotel thing. Okay. Not that that, and okay. I'm like, whatever, like they're new in town. Like maybe I just thought they'd be staying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere, you know, that's a bit fancy. Totally. Like I would stay at this place, you know, like it's not. I yeah, just the, thought top, they would, the top uh, sumos should be totally. Yeah, there's sumos, right? And then I get into yeah, this. Yeah, what's yeah? You're like it's the sumo stock crumbling. Like I'm not aware of the sumo market. I assume it's still crushing it in, in Japan. All I hear Japanese people love sumo. I hear it's got strength to strength. But obviously, maybe times are tough. Someone there was a booking error. They're at this Novotel, right? So I get there, mm. you know, get into this room. <laughs> there's no sumos. I walk in, zero sumos. There's this American guy. And he's their promoter. Okay. And he's like chatting to me. Mm. And he's like, we'll get you to ch- chat to the sumos and then maybe do some wrestling. And I was like, that sounds all right. That's pretty cool. And then he goes, uh, the Japanese sumo guy's not coming. And I was like, well, who am I going to interview? And he goes, I've got you two other sumos. And I was like, awesome. That sounds mm. great. And then he goes, this, well, one guy's from Egypt and then one guy's from Mongolia. Okay. Which I was like, okay. But I thought... Like, I don't know a lot about sumo, but I thought most, I thought almost all of them were Japanese. And he goes... Or yeah, at least live there and have, you know, worked their way into the this Japanese cultural thing. Totally. Surely. Exactly, right? So I sit down and I start interviewing the Egyptian sumo guy. Mm. And then I'm like, what's it like doing sumo in Japan? And he goes, I've never been to Japan. <laughs> and I was like, that's not a good start <laughs> for me interviewing a sumo wrestler. <laughs> What is Who's a sumo? Like- I'm starting to think what is a sumo because in my mind sumo means someone who's gone through the cultural kind of like been ingratiated into the culture of sumo in Japan and trained under someone who does it. But it's not just a big guy <laughs> who just was like let me out. But this is just Well, I said how did you get into sumo and he goes I met Mike over there, points at the American guy. Yes. And he's like and then now I just I do sumo. Yeah. Oh my god, this is this screams of American hustler kind of guy. Dude. Anyway, then I sit down to interview the next guy. He doesn't really speak that good English. He's from Mongolia. And then Was he speaking um, Japanese? No, he can't speak Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying. I'm trying here. Surely. There's some association. Neither of them had been to Japan, neither could speak Japanese. <laughs> You're just they were there. And this whole You're, time you've been tricked. You've been tricked. Anyway, so then they take their robes off mm. and they're big. Like, they're pretty big. Yep. Um, well, one guy wasn't as big, but the Egyptian dude was the biggest man I've ever seen in my life. Yep. And then they're like, all right, let's do this thing. We start warming up. Mm. And then, like, I don't know really what sumo is, but they're like, get low. And then you just bump into each other. Yep. But then they were just, like, picking me up and just, like, carrying me around. <laughs> like, the Egyptian dude put me on his shoulder. And, like, wouldn't put me down and he's carrying and he's, like, laughing at me and stuff. And You know, this is when I reckon, you know how we had the idea of just some random bloke buying an $80,000 camera and putting a fake Channel 10 hat on. I reckon that's who was filming it, mate. I don't think any of this was for television. This was some sick tickle-based sex thing where they wanted you to go and just be carried around by a few big guys. This has got nothing well, to do with sumo, like- nothing to do with television. This is just, there's someone behind a wall, some peeping Tom ass guy having a fantastic time sexually. Having a, well, that's what I feel like I'm going to end up in a Netflix documentary 
about like the biggest con of all time. This man just exploiting these big fellas he finds on the street, being like, I'm going to make you a sumo star. Turns out it's some weird sex thing. And I'm going to be like in it as some part of like the media didn't even know. And they were complicit in the whole thing. It's like the, um, you know, that I think you should leave sketch where there's a guy who runs a record company and like someone's screaming at him like, you got to stop convincing these middle-aged men that they're going to be stars. Because he's oh, like, yeah. gets these like the guys in their 40s and pretends that they've written the biggest hit of all time and then makes them um, pay heaps of money for the record stu- recording studio and stuff. This It's like, you've got to stop convincing big guys that they're going to be sumos. He's going around America well, asking for like a, big... a five grand entry fee. I'll train you up and you'll be the biggest sumo of all. Because then I was going to be... So what do you think about this? Like they were then like they got they took their kid off and were like so sweaty. Yeah. And then my producer was like, "Well, do you want to take your shirt off?" Oh my god, to be next to them. dude, this is. And then crazy. I was like, I was like, no. Yeah. She was like, oh, lame. You're not having fun. And I was like, I don't know who the fuck these men are. Like, <laughs> they're not. They've never been to Japan. This is not me being respectful to some cultural experience where, no. like, you're not. It's like they're making it up. Everyone's pretending to do. Everyone's sumo. pretending. I'm just in a shit <laughs> hotel room with two huge, huge, sweaty men in their underwear who are carrying me over their head and touching me. Exactly. It'd be like, and you're all filming it. You went to like an origami studio with, with a guy from South Africa and um and Colombia, and they're like, the way we do it is we have our penis um in the. Yeah, we have our we penis a, out. We do a little crane. It's better for penis. folding the paper. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man. I'm not really going to listen to you about what the methods are. Anyway, so um, so that, that was my – that's been my highlight of the week my so Lord. far anyway. Dude, I'm going to be on the news forever having shit in my mouth. You're definitely going to be in a documentary about how hustlers took the art of sumo and, and then ruined its good name. We're all – we're going to be used – as B-roll. Well, I'm glad I didn't take my shirt off. Yeah, at least your nipples weren't revealed. My nipples were revealed. <laughs> I hope it's just that and they're not, it's not like a weird sex thing, like the tickling thing <laughs> where there's guys just jerking off, paying the videos and then unsuspecting media. That's their kink. It's like big guys picking up little <laughs> little guys doing media interviews, trying to do a wacky TV segment. So, yeah, you're worried you go to the event and there's no one there and it's all just fake and it was all it's about all the fake. interview. It was all about you. <laughs> it's like um, Kaiser Soze or something. It's like he was never there. It was never real. All their accounts are gone. There's He's just not a real. studio somewhere where like a, a, like a ring of men are like, yes, the new video, mm. and then it's just them. We got it. They're selling <laughs> it for big guys money. Guys spinning you above their heads. <laughs> he did. He <laughs> spun me around on top of it. <laughs> it's so funny because it's like, again, that is like if they were Japanese, you'd be like, oh, look, it's all part of an interesting yeah. cultural experience. But if it's not sumo, it's just a bloke spinning you around. <laughs> just spinning me. He's so big. <laughs> and then like he made me do stretching before and was like i had my legs like spread like on the ground mm-hmm. and then he's like leaned down and then the big guy is like sitting on my back <laughs> like pushing it into it being like you can go further and he's not a fucking sumo it's wrestler a guy sumo. <laughs> he's just a bloke <laughs> he's just a bloke who sat on you i just <laughs> Get the shirt off, mate. Come on. Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad I didn't take the shirt off. I stayed strong because I was. Yeah. Going, no, I, you're right. You really stood up for yourself in there. <laughs> yeah. You really drew the line. <laughs> you showed him, mate. You showed him. Cut to you like spinning like a top on his finger. 
Yeah, I'm really the alpha in the situation. He's treating me like he's a Harlem Globetrotter and I'm a basketball. Just spinning me around. Yeah, it's so fast you stop seeing where your head is and where your feet are. It's just like a thing in in, uh, Looney Tunes. (laughs) And then, like, cut to you out the front. Yeah, no, I really had to put the foot down. Had to tell him what's what. <laughs> yeah. The younger me might have caved, but, you know, <laughs> things I've learned, you know, learn to stand yeah, up for nah, yourself. Nah, nah. Yeah, I didn't get the shirt off. Just got their kind of sweaty shirt and stuff all over my shirt, which is kind of Yeah, well, that was the other thing. Yeah, exactly. Was, my shirt was fucked because of all the sweat from the big fellas <laughs> just all over me. <laughs> I was just doing squats in a room with them on camera. We were just doing squats. Bodyweight squats. He was like, I'll do a traditional Japanese warm-up. And we started doing squats. Like, and I'm like, really? Is this it? It's like the one exercise everyone knows. We just did, dipped down a little bit and came back up. Anyway, it's more to air. You can watch oh, it if you want to watch it. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I if might, you want to get out there. I might clip some of that out and chuck it at the end of this, I reckon. Mm, okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, then maybe, hopefully as well, by the time this goes to air, you'll be in the background of the Channel 7 footage. I reckon, yeah, no. Clip I've that got up to watch, as well. Okay, I've got to watch Channel 9 News to see what... Oh, Channel 9. <laughs> what the... Um, I'm going to make a note to myself. I think it's funny to talk about um, the other time you were the, the, the sec- treated like a sexual object, in part because <laughs> it's so difficult for you to talk about this because it's like, what happened? You... Can I say what you told me happened? I'll t- yeah, you can. You can, t- and I'll ad- I'll adjust it if if I think any of it is incorrect. You, I get a text from a friend who was mm. there, whose friend was there, being like Taunton's been assaulted on stage. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? What happened? And then get in our group chat, like, what's what's happened? Have you been assaulted? And you say you get on stage at like a comedy club. Yeah. And you say anyone got any news re- New Year's resolutions? Yeah. A middle aged woman says, yeah, you. And then yeah, rushes right. the stage to touch you. <laughs> Is that what occurred? I mean, that's pretty much exactly what happened. And then you're like hiding and it's getting big laughs. So, yeah, it gets big laughs. She was egged on. So, yeah, that's exactly what happened. I, I walked out on and then my opening, it was like four days after New Year's maybe. Yes. And I was like, anyone got any New Year's resolutions? She says you, that kills. Like that's okay. getting a huge laugh. <laughs> So I think she might have been egged on by that. I don't think she, in, she meant oh, to. Oh, okay. She didn't initially I don't think rush. She, I don't think she was planning. So she's like, how can I top this big laugh? Get him. Well, no, I think she got the performer thing. It's like, you know, when you get a laugh and then you quickly want to tag it with something to keep that laugh going. I think I think so. she goes, you. It's like mm. a gunshot laughter. Like, what? Yes. And then yeah. from that, she immediately, I don't think she even thought. Up in she her seat. She just stood up. With her arms like going forward to like, like a zombie, like yeah, to try to get to me, touch you. and it's like coming, and that's killing, that's killing, bigger laugh, that's killing, <laughs> and I'm and I was like scared. I was like, oh, I didn't. Like, she was a drunk lady. She yeah. would have been maybe like fifty, blonde, and she comes out a little because you know you're up on stage in these live venues, you've got light in your face. Yeah. So you generally can't really see the crowd. There's just like they're all in shadow. But she's in the front until row. someone came quite close. So you could see. I her. could see her, and so she you saw her coming immediately. So she's front row, so she can just step onto the stage. Steps on. Yes. I take a step back immediately. Yes. I'm like, and I, I scream no. Like, <laughs> mm. I didn't play. No. I didn't play it cool or fun. Like I didn't like because I've seen. Yeah. I saw. Sit down, sit down. You're like no. I've seen a comedian <laughs> do like a woman storm the stage to like touch them or hug them and they've played it yeah. so cool and they like 
yeah. hug them and they interview them. I screamed, no! <laughs> and then I, I retreated. It's like if... Sorry, here you go. No, well, I'm just saying I retreated. There was then like a big speaker. I retreated yes. and then jumped onto the speaker to hide. As so in she, how high is like up? So it's up. It's probably like a meter okay. up in the air. And I was like, I don't reckon she'll be able to get me up here. So I'm on that. You're hiding like it from an animal. I'm hiding on that. I'm squealing. I'm literally going, go away. <laughs> go away like that. And that At is, this point, you're doing it for laughs, surely. Yeah, that is killing. But she also then point, was trying realize. to kind of get up the speaker on top. <laughs> like she was trying to climb. She didn't have the athletic ability to get up there. Surely just a, a meter up, she can touch you though. Is she not just touching you? She was trying to touch me and then I would move further away into the corner. And then yeah, she, yeah, 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 yeah. She, pro- like she got some touches in. She definitely got touches. <laughs> Where was she touching? She got leg. She touched leg, like lower leg. She got on leg. the speaker. Okay. Was yeah. she squeezing or just touching? Nah, just like touching, and then maybe touching. Oh, she probably got a bit of arm and or something. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and then I stayed on the speaker for a while, but I just I yeah. I wasn't charming enough to like. Were you asking her to go? Please sit down. I was like, I was like, you can't come on the stage. <laughs> Please, I was like, please, you're not allowed no, to, like pleading with her to stop. You're not allowed to be up here. <laughs> this is my space. Like, I was pathetic. I was so pathetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played but it then like... then leaning in. And then I, she finally sat down, and then I, yes. I tried to, like, win the crowd back. But then I think they became apparent that they... I think they were just caught up in the pandemonium of it all. Well, then, yeah, then you have to, like, go back into material, and it's like... Yeah, so and then you're just like... I went into... Now you're bombing. Whatever my dog <laughs> like, shit bit about... Five minutes ago, people are trying to touch me. Yeah, and then I walked, I didn't reference it enough, and I was like, anyway, so my new yeah. resolution is. And they're like, a woman just assaulted you. Oh, but it, like, how are you meant to follow that, you know? Well, I couldn't do this it. This the and trouble. Then, and then um, the next act that was on asked the MC to do an announcement saying, oh. just a reminder to the crowd not to come on the stage ah, not to talk you, to the act. You wish, but was this next act male? Yep. Yeah, they're probably going to want to touch me too, so I'm just going to um. T- I don't think <laughs> going to she... talk to the powers that be to make sure that uh, they more people don't rush the stage for me. <laughs> I'm worried about more than one woman coming and trying to touch my arms. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> I don't think this lady knew me though. Like, I don't think it was like she was like, "Oh my god, I Sam told my favorite no, comedian." No, no. I think she was. It, I just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Oh, I think she was sexually attracted to you. Though. You reckon? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's. I mean, that's the joke. Yeah, I know that's Flash. the joke, but I thought it was just a joke. She was just round. Nah, you're you're an attractive guy. This is like this is what's funny to me about this, in that you're basically your your new Matt Rife is out. Well, he got cancelled. This was this his thing. Matt Rife, good looking dude, mm. would 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 go viral for doing crowd work with mainly women mm. who were enamoured. But with they want to. They're say, openly like, I want to fuck you. I guess she stormed exactly. the stage and tried to touch me. Yeah, so is this woman. <laughs> what do you mean? This is the most open someone. She's chasing you, trying to touch you. <laughs> it's like more. But then Matt Rife is all southern and confident, like, hey, babe, thanks for the compliment. Maybe see you afterwards. Like, all, mm. yeah, cool. You're like, ah! yeah, I'm like just, hiding, like, from a bug, like, up on a thing, being like, no, oh, oh, I don't know. But maybe it's that's. Like, you're, you're the new Matt Rife, like, nervous Matt Rife. That's what this well, is. Well, I'm sure Matt Rife was scared the first time it happened as well. Maybe I just need to practice yeah. it. It's like when you start, yes. you know, it's like a new thing. Maybe next time a woman yeah, yeah, yeah. storms the stage, yes. I'll, like, hug her I love or this. something. And I'll be like, yeah. and I'll be able to handle it. I'll be like, what yeah, up, baby? Totally. Just be real cool, calm. <laughs> What do, you, what do you say? What What do you say? What are you supposed to say when a woman's like, oh, news resolution, she's like, you. And I'm like, oh, okay. Mm. Do you want to 
kiss. Yeah, let's pretend it's midnight and do a, and do a little midnight kiss, mm. and then you and then you kiss her on the cheek. Wouldn't that get a big big clap? That's like what mm. uh, the most suave guy in the world would do. I reckon. Hug like running away is so funny. Not even just running but away. But also hiding. appropriate. It's what I'd do. I thought, I thought higher ground, like there was a flood. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, it's just weird. Don't come and touch me. It's, it reminds me of, I remember playing spin the bottle in year six. So in, at the end of year six. Are you saying I'm frigid? Maybe was, I am frigid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's frigid behavior. But fair enough. You don't have to kiss every, but like, I'm joking in that you should, like, it's, you shouldn't be the suavest, most like ladies man from the 80s kind of got like. <laughs> That's the crazy vibe that Matt Rife went yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your reaction is way more relatable. But, yeah, I remember being – and I wasn't frigid. I was, like, keen to – like, it was the last day of school, last day of primary school. Yeah. Everyone's in a park. No school. Everyone goes – in year six goes to a big park. And we were sitting in a circle and playing spin the bottle. I'd never played spin the bottle oh. before. People talked about spin the bottle. Oh, my God. I haven't kissed anyone. Like, this is crazy. And just – I think I didn't even get a go. No. I think I was in a big – like of like eight people there are a few kisses and then by the time it even got to i don't remember having a go i think by the time it got to me people were like uh, forget it. the bottle th- does the bottle have to land on you can you just no or it gets to your turn and then whoever it lands on you get to kiss them exactly yeah. so if it's your turn you spin the bottle and then who the bottle points to that's the person you get to kiss none of like so yeah i, I remember this a few girls that i was attracted to mm. span the bottle and i'm i remember the feeling of oh my god if it points at me i'm gonna get to kiss her yeah Obviously, that didn't happen, didn't land on me, and I never got a go. Oh. So I just wasn't involved in the kissing. Well, they gave up the game when it got to Tom, the previous seven. <laughs> exactly. And they're, like, and they're like, oh, Tom's turn. Oh, actually, I think we're pressed for time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what, what do you mean, guys? We've got all day. What do you, what have we got hours? We don't have to go to um, school, guys. It's like, no, <laughs> the bottle's broken, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We yeah, actually yeah, yeah. can't play anymore. My cheek hurts from all the kissing, so <laughs> I should probably wrap things up. But then they're like, let's play Kiss Catch. Oh, yeah. And so the girls are in, and then the girls, if they catch you, then they kiss you. Mm. And I remember, like, running away, and then you're kind of, yeah, hoping that the girls you're attracted to are running at you. But then a girl who I wasn't attracted to was running at me. Oh, yeah. But I didn't, I wasn't interested, so I just ran really fast <laughs> away and just hid <laughs> and, like, didn't go back. No. And I remember sprinting, because I'm faster. I was going to say, you're quick. It's going to be hard for any of these girls to catch you. <laughs> You were a great Well, runner. I think I was, I was then, like, I was, like, I burnt this girl. Like, I was... So I was and that like, can't be fun for her to see. <laughs> she's, like, I'm, like, running full belt. She's, she's like, like, Tom, come yeah. here. And then it's, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. you go into track mode. You put <laughs> yeah, exactly. put the running spikes in and just yeah, yeah, floor yeah, yeah. it. Won the cross country that year. Like, I was born for this. Like, I'm, I'm out of there. This is my terrain. I'm in a park. I don't care. She's, like, Tom, so I think you don't understand the nature of the game. <laughs> I'm playing dumb. I'm like, oh, I thought it was like a running I, thing. I thought it was like a running, and whoever runs the fastest gets a kiss, right? Is that not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. How not it works. Slowest. You'll kiss. Why me. should the slowest be rewarded? Actually, I was playing the long game because you will see how quick I am at running and be so attracted <laughs> that I'll get more kisses down the line. That's how the game works. Yeah. Has anyone seen that bottle? Can we bring the bottle? Can we bring the bottle back? I'm running. I take the bottle and like pointing at a girl's like. I spun it before. I spun it. It's already. Been I've spun already spun it. It's actually still my go. Yeah. We stopped, but it's, yeah, you missed the spin. But, but the it's spin like even though we did the first seven, direction. it's still up to eight. Yeah. Even though we've had a break. No one said that the girl has to be present for the spin. So I did the spin before. It put it at you. So I'm over here now to tell you that it's now you have your legally bottle obligation. <laughs> legally, yeah, legally, under the bottle <laughs> regulation in '92, you have to kiss me. <laughs> 
So I was like looking around and yeah, guys are like doing fake running and getting caught and kissing and I'm like just hiding in a bush. Well, She's given up. I mean, dude, that's what that's what it was. That's what it was. I guess I could that's have kissed her. That's what you were doing. You fool, you fool just ran. <laughs> you just like want to avoid this situation just but there, it was only so so far to go. I don't know where I would have gone further. Maybe like tried to climb onto yep. the roof. Mm. It would have been wild just to leave the stage. I've never done that. Just I mean, to be like, hey, hang on, that was really inappropriate. What you just did. Yeah, she's trying to. <laughs> I mean, it's a bit inappropriate though. This is the funny thing that I find funny about this is that like it's a difficult thing for you to navigate because. There's a compliment in there of this girl, like she, she's making a joke that she wants to have sex with you and touch you, which is kind of fine, but a bit uncomfortable. But then if you express any kind of on the night or like later, like it's almost difficult for you to tell the story like it was at the beginning of the, because it's like, it would sound like you're trying to show off that people are trying to touch you, but it's <laughs> so the uncomfortable position it puts you in is the humorous thing to me. Because how are you meant to deal with it? You've got to be like, oh, great. But there is this little, like 50-year-old woman rubbing at it's, your legs. It's when, very like, uncomfortable. I, I didn't tell anyone. You're just trying to try out your new bit about New Year's resolutions and she's like touching your thighs and... Fuck oh, it. Let me. T- I bombed pretty. I bombed pretty hard after. Like I didn't do good for the rest <laughs> of the ten minutes of the set. Everyone was thinking about the lady. <laughs> yeah, new my new stuff. I'm back in. Yeah. I'm like I'm trying to get better with my health. Like that's the bit I segued <laughs> into. <laughs> anyway, there's this all types of it's small ladies, big boys. They all want a piece of your body, mate. Fuck, magic. She, she gets on it, mate. That's why I ran. What if she got on the stage? She starts spinning me around on my head. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that was before. Maybe she's like, I can't touch him. She she has, I've crew. got some boys that could she's, that she's he'll touch. It. The only way to get this mastermind to touch someone is if I yep. make them pretend sumo wrestlers. Should we call? Is that it? The heat is on, and the swimmers are in. It's Sydney school holiday paradise. And while the water couldn't be more enticing, it's the bacteria at Balmoral and dozens of other swimming hotspots which is threatening to ruin the fun. There's certainly an elevated risk. Heavy rain this week, causing sewage to seep into stormwater, creating elevated pollution levels. And this could lead to gastrointestinal, skin or respiratory infections. I wasn't even aware that there was that problem here. So, yeah, that is definitely with children going in the sea, they might swallow the seawater. Yes, it would concern me. There are right now 26 swim spots where the water quality is unsuitable for taking a dip and many others, including Bronte and Tamarama Beach, where caution is advised. It's probably best not to put your head under the water. It's probably best not to put your head under the water. And look for signs of pollution such as discoloured water and floating debris. While coastal beaches will clear quicker, it'll be harbourside inlets like Double Bay's Murray Rose Pool, like Double Bay's Murray Rose Pool. The exact beach I was at. Which will take a little longer to filter through. It's probably best not to put your head under the water. I decided to step into the makeshift dockyard. Okay, now shift and hold it. And ideally, that's really good. Sam, you're great. Oh, oh. Go all the way down. No, I can't do that. No, ah, it hurts. With this invaluable knowledge, I was ready to take on the big boys. Let's go, Sam. Someone call my mum. 
Guys, thank you so much. Um, thank you for teaching me. I loved it. Um, and enjoy your time in Australia. A podcast has changed my life. Shine it's lovely to meet you. Yes, nice to be back. Come on, sit down, tuck in. 